When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. There's Harry Styles, big winner at the Grammy Awards last night. There were also some really great performances. Uh, we'll go over a few of them right now, shall we? Okay. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Mike, did you watch the uh, Grammys? I did not get a chance to, no. Well, they're still on, okay, so there's good. still time. It's, yeah, there the, there was the most eternal. Donna said they should have changed it from music's biggest night to music's longest night. It's yep. just eternal. I mean, and they added all this unnecessary drivel. It just did not. It was just uh, annoying. I wonder how it would have been to have been there. Great. Oh, I'm sure it would have been amazing. But like multiple hot dog breaks, maybe? (laughs) I don't even know if they're necessary because you're at a table, a lot of these people, you're mingling, it's fun, you're waiting in anticipation for some performances. Yeah. It's different when you're watching it on a screen in your home and it's not as three-dimensional. Yeah, what'd you have for dinner last night that you were eating? Susie brought me over some pea soup. Split pea and ham. I could not have gone any. So good. More Donna. Oh my wow. God, thank That's you. great, Donna. I'm a nice neighbor. So you're watching the Grammys, eating pea soup, mm-hmm. doing what you do. Yep. Taking notes. I could show you my notes. Yeah, she's a note taker. When she watches, she, she'll take notes. She watches a movie, she'll take notes. TV show, oh, notes. These are my notes. Can I read some of your notes? I just want to look at them. I um, won't necessarily read them out loud. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you can. Right. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Let Steve read some of these, Valentine. and then I'll tell you what one of the best performances of the night. Bad Bunny open show, super fun dance party. Now this is when your attitude and optimism they <laughs> is were hot, early on. right? Yes, this is seven oh one. Oh, this is great. PM. <laughs> All right, hang on. I need to take my jacket off for this. I didn't necessarily hot. write in order. I was just this going is back great. And Why forth. don't we just do stream of consciousness? Okay, now. fine, fine. Bad Bunny open show, super fun dance party. He could have put some effort into his wardrobe. <laughs> it was kind of a mess, camera-wise. Not still his wardrobe. Right, right. Trevor, in audience, wandering. A little too chaotic for me. That's Trevor Noah. He was he was in mingling in the audience all night. I'm sure that's like, you know, kind of shoot things the way they shoot on TikTok. You know, it's just everywhere. I don't know. 
Everything, uh, everywhere, all at once. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, I'm looking for the... Per- I want to see where your attitude shifted. Brandy Carlisle, great I think as I usual. may have thrown the pen across the room Broken at that point. horses. Um, Casey. Okay, yeah. Sam Smith. Now, these are all the performances. Oh, I have some red carpet stuff. There's probably something in there about Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, like work it out with your shrink. More like- than ten percent active ingredient <laughs> essential oils. Oh no, that's tea tree. That's something else. Nurse syrup oil. All right, that's All right. probably a medical thing that I just read. <laughs> um, Anderson Pock jacket. Your thoughts? Um. Oh, super cool. I wanted to show it to you, but I never got around to it. And okay. it's Pack. Just before Brian Oman emails us, oh, says, okay. Anderson Pack. A uh, young brand from Paris. That's Harry Styles' outfit, the jumpsuit. Oh, you wrote yeah, yeah, that yeah. down? Yeah, he had a, um, he was wearing like a jester jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, no, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, if they are connected, and I think they are. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, he was wearing all silver. Uh, he was so awkward on the red carpet. Maybe high, stumbling <laughs> all over himself, trying to talk about loving himself. Sweetness about him rambling. So you came back to there was a sweetness about the There is about a sweetness about him. He's very um, uh, unsure of himself. And it had to do with him losing an award. And he was talking to Laverne Cox, who was also making me uncomfortable because it's just fangirling. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was a good show. Yeah, good show. Ah. Yeah, all the, boy, the notes. All Two right. pages of notes. All here. right, come on. Let's, uh, let me wet your whistle with some performances here, okay? okay? Um, Stevie Wonder performed with Chris Stapleton, and Ooh. it was epic. I mean, he fits right in. I would, I would pay for a concert ticket to see these two together. Yeah. They so sound good. really, really great. Just no kidding it. about Chris Stapleton. That too. was, I mean, the crowd went crazy. Everybody was on their feet, just loving it. Um, so that was a performance of note. I thought um, there was the 50 years of hip hop celebration was really cool. I mean, it was it was like a 10 minute performance that just went on and on, and they kept coming out with different artists and LL Cool J, and I mean. Um, uh, Queen Latifah, just everybody. Um, Jay-Z performed at some point. I don't even remember that. Nice. Um, Casey Musgraves did the In Memoriam, and it was lovely. She was barefoot, and she did it to um, Coal Miner's daughter. And then it's interesting how they did this. They had three different performers. She did a song, and then they showed, you know, images of people who have passed. Mm Mm-hmm. She wrapped up, then they went to another artist and did kind of the same thing, like Fleetwood, uh, Cheryl Crow and Bonnie Ray and uh, John from Fleetwood Mac um, did another one, and they showed other people. But here's a, a little bit of Casey. Isn't that beautiful. I'm going to tell you something. She's good. I've never heard that song. I've never heard that song. I know the title of the song. I've never heard that song before just now. And that's a really beautiful song. And I could imagine maybe even crying if I was in the right space and listened to the whole thing. Donna's mouth has been wide open since I confessed this. That is the last thing I expected you to say. That is beyond shocking. Because, you know, I like butterfly kisses. Oh, do you like Coat of Many Colors by Dolly? I can't say I'm familiar. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. No, 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 no. I am. That hurts my heart. 
Do you know Mo Money Mo Problems by Diddy and Mace and yeah, Notorious B.I.G.? Yeah, okay. a little bit. All right. I couldn't sing it. Well, that's me with the coat of many colors. I couldn't choose what color. Oh, boy. So I wore all the colors. <laughs> I'm Dolly. Is it that song? Not exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a story about how poor they were, and her mom made her a coat with rags, and then she goes to school, and everyone, she was so proud of it, and everyone made fun of her. Okay. I did see the movie. The, the, the made-for-TV movie, Coat oh, of Many Colors. You would think you'd remember the coat part. Yeah. <laughs> I came in midstream. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, that's a pretty cool uh, song, that Coal Miner's Daughter situation. So cool. Grammys, thank you. Okay. Um, let's, let's stay on the subject of the Grammys, okay? Because it was a really big night. There were some uh, notable speeches including uh, Beyonce after breaking the record for most Grammy wins. We've got uh, Lizzo's speech, uh, kind of a local tie-in to us here in Minnesota. Oh, cool. Bonnie Raitt, all sorts of stuff. We'll get to that when we come right back on My Talk. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where, where they are like really dedicated to helping people when they are under the most difficult of circumstances. Whether you're suffering from an injury as a result of an accident, lost a loved one in a fatal accident, criminal charges. Mike Bryant assures that at Bradshaw and Bryant, every legal tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. And, you know, Mike is a dad, so not only does he understand the legal aspect of personal injury, but as a parent, he knows how it can really affect families. Oftentimes there's medical expenses, there's lost wages, rehab costs, and distress, which can really change things for everyone at home, get a hold of Mike or a member of his team for a free consultation to assess your case. And if you do have an actionable case, listen, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. You can very easily find him online today for that free consultation. He's at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson we got the big Z I was just thinking Zamboni. the big bony for uh Zamboni oh, but the I big don't bony. Nah. Well, we, can, uh, we can mix it up I don't know Bony Vare oh, oh what about what about Zamboni Vare Let's not get All right. too crafty right. Now you're sucking me back into this garbage I like the big Z Zamboni. Proper name. What if we did this? Later this week, I'm going because, as you know, NAR does not shred itself, and so I've got to go and shred it. Okay. And I will be gone on Thursday and Friday. Okay. How about when I come back on Monday, mm-hmm. you all have made a decision, and at 10 a.m. on Monday, you could reveal to me yeah, what Mike's great. official nickname is. Perfect. There's not a chance that you're going to do it. I can tell how you're responding. Yeah, like I already made the decision. What? Indecision? No, we're just going to, he's the, he's the Zamboni. The big Z. He's, okay, so it's all, we can spin off of I like Zamboni. The. Zamboni is the, the center, the, yes. the, the, the hub. Let's put the the in front of it. The Zamboni. Let's check in. Like, no, no. Like let's the chicken pox, the diabetes. No, 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 no. Let's not. Don't. Don't reference diabetes when you're going over the nickname for somebody. He may be diabetic. We haven't even asked. That's okay. But that's the hub, and then the spoke are other things that we do, the different spokes. Great. Hub and spoke. It's like how they built Disney World. You know, there's all there's the center where the castle is. 
mm-hmm. right? Main Street USA leads sure. you there, but then there's the circle, and then all the spokes. Tomorrowland, right? Got it. Hub and spoke. Say hub and spoke. Hub and spoke. Say spoke and hub. All right. Back to the Grammys. Right, uh, Beyonce did break the record for most Grammy wins. What was that number? Do you guys remember? 32. 30? 32. And she broke the, the tie that she momentarily had with, you know, someone who you wouldn't really know. I right. I think, you know, a producer or something like that. That's who you would think would have these awards. The fact that she has 32 is insane. 11 o'clock DTs. We're going to rattle off huge musical acts who have exactly... Zero Grammys. Yes. Combined. Definitely. So this guy, Sir Jorg Solti, he was a Hungarian-British conductor. He passed away in 1997. So, Would you be willing to spell Jorg for me? (laughs) Because I'm just not sure. (laughs) G-E-O-R-G. Sounds like a hard G to me. Jorg. Anyway, here's Beyonce accepting. I'm trying not to be too emotional. And I'm trying to just receive this night. I want to thank God for protecting me. And my parents, my father, my mother, for loving me Aww. and pushing me. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. By the way, when she won her first award, she wasn't even there. She was stuck in traffic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stars, they're just like us. Right? Um, Yeah, you know, it's funny because during uh, during Trevor Noah's monologue, he at one point said, you know, Beyonce is here tonight. And Lizzo whipped her head around. Right. She was sitting like, in she Delta. She's like, she is. I haven't seen her. But okay, that makes sense. She wasn't quite there yet in traffic. Um, so I believe the name that you were attempt- attempting to pronounce, and this is difficult. This is not Triceraptus. This is this is reasonable. But I just looked it up. G-E-O-R-G, which you just pronounced Jorg. I believe <laughs> it's the same spelling of a character from The Sound of Music. So I believe the internet tells me it would be pronounced Georg. Okay. Donna, I, I you never, can't just blow past Austrian and German heritage. I'm never going to use that name again. You won't say Georg? Unless you, unless you want to call Mike that. I'm open to this. <laughs> He's Georg? We have a lot more to get to, Steve. Stop it. Um, so Sam Hunt and Kim Petras uh, won Best Pop Performance by a Duo or a Group for their song Unholy. And he let her accept the award and give her speech. Here's a little. My mother, um, I grew up uh, next to a highway no, and nowhere. Dri- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Germany and my mother believed me that I was a girl and um, I wouldn't be here without her um, and her support. So she's a, the first transgender that we know of who won a Grammy Award. So that's the reason that he was like, you've got to accept. This is historical. Say then, the name again. Um, Kim Petras. Okay. Um, and they looked amazing on the red carpet. They were just, they looked like devils, actually. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> they looked amazing. They look like devils. <laughs> Isolate, please. It was just, it was very um, Met Gala-ish, the way they came. Sure. Um, then Lizzo gave her speech. She won record of the year for about damn time. Here's a little bit of her speech. When we lost Prince, I decided to dedicate my life to making positive music. And um, <laughs> I was like, I don't care if my positivity bother you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> And this was at a time when positive music and feel-good music wasn't mainstream at that point. And I felt very misunderstood. I felt on the outside looking in. But I stayed true to myself because I wanted to make the world a better place. So I had to be that change to make the world a better place. And then she went on to thank Beyonce for being a great role model. Uh, She skipped out of school when she was in fifth grade to go see her in concert. And it changed her life. She was adorable the whole night. And then I think people were really surprised because she seemed like the dark horse in the, um, the nominees for Song of the Year, which goes to the songwriter. Mm-hmm. And it went to Bonnie Raitt for her song, Just Like That. And here's a little bit of her speech. A lot of songs, but I'm so proud that you appreciate this one and what this means for me and for the rest of the songwriters who I would not be up here tonight if it wasn't for the art of the great soul-digging, hard-working people that put these songs and ideas to music. Um, she was blown away. She was like, "What?" Who like, were, uh, she was up against some uh, other song of the year nominees. Sort of, I would imagine um, a bunch of not pop you know modern sort of modern acts. Yes, exactly. Um, Which it, I'm sure led to her thinking, like, "Oh gosh, I, you know, great to be nominated, uh, but I'm it, not going to win this." It was um, uh, about damn time. Oh wow! It was A B C D E F U. Uh, I thought there was a few others. Some of the categories had a lot, and some of them had like three, you know, nominees. Interesting. But anyway, it was, uh, the, the, the performances and the speeches I really appreciated. More Grammy talk coming up. We'll sprinkle throughout the show. We're going to play a game next, 651-641-1071. Call that number now, 651-641-1071. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We got the big Z with us as well. That's good. I like that. I like it. Yeah, Zamboni in the house. Why are you calling him Z? Because he's a Zamboni. He cleans up our mess. Yes, (laughs) Clean slate. We got a caller on the line, so let's play a game. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out. And again, like I said last week, we got a theme all week long. We are leading up to the big game. And one of my uh, favorite little uh, bits of knowledge I love having is all the details about uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. I'm fascinated by them. Yeah. There's some great ones. There's some terrible ones. I forgot some memorable to study. Ones. Yeah, we're going to go through. And all this week, Super Bowl halftime shows will be the theme. And we've got Hannah on the line to play with us today. Hi, Hannah. Hello, happy February. February. Happy to you as well. Uh, where are you calling from today, Hannah? Um, well, I'm I'm in Monticello currently. Well, everybody sounds so suspicious when we ask them. Well, this I question. think they don't know if you are asking, "Hey, where are you from?" or "Where are you calling from?" I say, "Well, well, like there, I just said the words, "Where are you calling from?" And so, but then people get dodgy, like, is my boss listening? Don't worry. If your boss hears you, that means they weren't working, too. <laughs> you're safe. This my, is a safe place. My boss is technically my husband, so oh, I'm you're not fine. too worried. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll yeah be you fine. tell you're him just, to cram it. This is the equivalent of a smoke break. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, queen. Um, well, I'm just going to ask one more personal question, which Donna doesn't like when I do this, but what line of work would you say you're in? Um, I actually manage and waitress at a restaurant. It's called the Tipsy Chicken in Elk River. Oh, cute! Uh, the Tipsy Chicken in Elk River. Well, how about that? Everybody learned something new there today. All right, Hannah. Enough pleasantries. It is now time for you to decide who you want to team up with. Steve, who just took a legitimate interest in you and your wife, uh, your life, and by extension, your marriage, uh, or Donna. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Steve. Yes. Okay, I'll be back. All right, Donna. Bye. Good Get luck. out of here. Not really. <laughs> hey, go grab us a few a few gummy bears from Quinn's office. He's in there, so I didn't want to go in. But you're real sweet, and he'll like it if you're there. All right, Hannah, we're going to put you on hold as Steve gets set here again. The overall standings now, and I think this is right, Kaylee will correct me if I'm wrong, 13 wins for Steve, 10 for Donna right now. I believe that's correct. And again, we are running through the uh, Super Bowl halftime performances all week long as we're leading up to the big game. So that will be the theme for this whole week. Are you ready, Steve? Yes, I should have studied. You should have. We'll start things off with this one. With primarily college marching bands and dance groups featured for the first 24 performances, 1991 saw a Disney Small World 25th anniversary theme with this OG boy band. New Kids on the Block? The next year, she didn't bring her sound machine, so instead, this Cuban-American powerhouse performed with the Gophers Marching Band in a tribute to the 92 Olympic team at the Metrodome. Gloria Estefan? She was back in 95 during one of the most bizarre shows ever, which featured sword fights, snakes, a man on fire, and Tony Bennett, all promoting a Disney ride based on this Spielberg film. Hmm. Spielberg movie. 95 halftime show. Sword fight, snakes, man on fire, Tony Bennett, and Disney ride with Spielberg movie. Okay, we'll put you on. Or actually, yeah, you you can't say anything else. Oh yeah, that's right. Now, okay, I'm gonna go off. We're gonna bring uh, Hannah back up here. Hannah, did you listen to all that? How are you feeling? Um, what was his? First one? The first one was uh, primary college marching bands and dance groups on the uh, 1991 saw a small world 25th anniversary theme featuring this OG boy band, and he said New Kids on the Block. Okay. And then the third one, did he say Indiana Jones? The third one he did end with Indiana Jones, yeah. 
Yep. Okay, then I'm feeling pretty good. Then, then. you're feeling good? Okay, sounds good. Well, we'll go ahead and bring Donna back in. We'll put Hannah on hold. All right, Donna's now coming in. Oh, nice. You got some gummy bears. Did you wash your hands? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. They looked grimy. That's why I asked. All right. Here we go. Donna, whatever you're ready. Okay, hi. Hey. hey. Again, the theme, Super Bowl halftime shows. <sighs> okay. Are you ready? Not really. Okay. Well, let's just give it a roll and see how it goes. Okay. With primary coll- primarily at college marching bands and dance groups featured for the first 24 performances, 1991 saw a small world, a Disney small world 25th anniversary theme with this OG boy band. Backstreet Boys. The next year, she didn't bring her sound machine, so instead this Cuban-American powerhouse performed with the Gophers marching band in a tribute to the 92 Olympic team at the Metrodome. She was back in 95 during one of the most bizarre shows ever featuring sword fights, snakes, a man on fire, and Tony Bennett all promoting a Disney ride based on this Spielberg film. Oh, my God. Uh, Lady Gaga. What was the second? She didn't bring her sound machine, so instead this Cuban-American powerhouse performed with the Gophers marching band. Mm. Cuban. I wish I knew the year... You did. 92, because they were celebrating the 92 Olympic team. It was later on in the question. It was at the Metrodome. Yeah. I'm... Okay. We get, it's real sad. Up. If no. I let you answer now, I get yelled at. So you, you it's did. Over. Donna, listen. Look at me. Donna, look to. at me. No. Look at me. I'm your friend. I want to tell you something. Look at me. You did great. We'll start things off on the first one. Again, it was primarily just college marching bands and dance groups for the first 24 Super Bowl halftime performances. But then in 1991, that all changed when a Disney Small World 25th anniversary theme took the stage along with this OG boy band, 91 boy band. Menudo. New kids on the block. Yes. See, Donna, like you blew right past. Is this going to be mansplaining if I say something? Just say it. Sometimes... um Remember, these are like Jeopardy questions where they put a bunch of words in, mm-hmm. but really all he's asking there is name a boy band from 91. And bonus if you know that they performed in a Super Bowl. But 91 Backstreet Boys, they weren't around in 91. New I kids. didn't know that. New I don't kids. know. You know that. I think Menudo came before no. New Kids. I don't know if I call them the OG. <laughs> Next up, uh, the next year, she didn't bring her sound machine, so instead this Cuban-American powerhouse <gasps> oh performed. Oh, my God, she Gloria Estefan. got it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Lord. She actually performed with the Minnesota Golden Gopher Marching Band, and they did a tribute to the 92 Olympic team. And I believe that, that would have been, uh, the, that's the halftime show that starts with, it's time for Winter Magic. Exactly. Yes, oh, what an epic show that mm-hmm. is. Oh, my gosh. They had, yeah, they had the 1980 Olympic team came out. Uh, Dorothy Hamill, I think, was doing little like, spins yep. in the middle of that. Yeah, oh, yeah it was great. incredible. And then finally, uh, this was the most bizarre Super Bowl halftime show of all time. It was 95. Gloria Stefana and the Miami Sound Machine was back for this one. And uh, they took the stage along with sword fights, snakes, a man on fire. Tony Bennett showed up, and it was all promoting an Indiana Jones ride at Disney. Literally, that was a halftime show. 1995. 
Steve nailed it, by the way. Everybody took nailed me it. a minute. Took what? me a minute. So the answer like is what? Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. The question was this. Oh, this Spielberg movie that. was the, was the final part. Darn um, it! The key word I think in there was snakes. Why does it always have to be, be snakes? snakes. Mm. Yeah, mm. Spielberg sure. movie slash snakes. Right. Uh, not only did Steve know, but I, Hannah made the comment when she came back on that uh, did Steve answer Indiana Jones? She knew it too, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a winner. Hannah, congratulations! Yay, Hannah, nice job, Hannah. Way to go! I choked. I got scared by all the words. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm excited for some free clothes in this economy. Yeah. In this economy? Clean, yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag inflation. Why don't you tell your boss to give you a raise? I'm, work, I'm working on it, you know? All right. Okay. He's your husband, well, after all. Do a little trade or something. Donna! What? You get HR! <laughs> Who's in charge of HR at your company? Wait, that's probably your husband, too. Um, actually, it's a husband and wife that own the place, and the wife's mom is HR. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. She's okay. great, though. I love her so much. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. I'm glad you like what you do. All right, good. Um, we love you. Bye, uh, Hannah. Deeply. Hold tight, Hannah. Okay. I'll get your info. Love you guys. Bye. We love you. Bye. The score now. It is, doesn't matter. It is 14 to 10. And it's important that I get out on a lead, because Matt Belanger... May or may not do well here. He will not do well. Traditionally, he doesn't. Correct in these games. Correct. Yeah. He's not. He's not real good with pop culture. He's real good with news. He's good at talking pop culture. Casually. Okay. But you know when the stakes are so high. Let's take a look at the roads. <laughs> Today in Afghanistan. Today in a Mexican city. Um, I have a tip, real shorty. You want to hear it? Okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. They're getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. A bear, be dare, be dare, 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 dare. We're high. This this quality of content. Are you kidding me? We should me? be national with this level I, of what garbage. What are we doing on the local level? You hearing this? You hear her bam bam news? You don't get that everywhere. Anyway, I have uh, online etiquette rules. These are things that you can probably add to if you had something. Right. For example, I don't know if this is coming from Reddit. Oh, BuzzFeed. Okay. So. If someone sends you a meme you've already seen, you need to ha-ha it anyway. For sure, yeah. Don't say, yeah, I already saw that. It just seems kind of rude. No, the person isn't saying, have you ever seen this before? They're saying, this felt like it fit. Right. It's like, what, you listen to the song? Yeah, Yeah, chill out, everybody. What's your problem? When you put someone on speakerphone... Always tell them you're on speaker. A (laughs) hundred percent. Do you know one time... (laughs) I didn't, um, okay, one time I was calling Elizabeth Reese, Okay. and as a joke, just trying to shock her, I said something like, well, it's, uh, she picks up, hey, and I say, well, it's about time, and then she says, okay, oh my gosh, hi, uh, so Bernie's in the car, her daughter, and then she's like, Bernie, that's Steve. And I was like, oh, my God. No, gosh. don't say it's Steve. And I was say like, it's I, Dave. Never, I never do that. And there, now here I am, just totally out of character, trying to shock her. And then her kid is in the car and hears me drop a bomb. What? 
I'm not human. Can't believe you haven't told that story before. That's epic. It was a real. I leaned into it too. You know, sometimes I get people have told me uh, a little over animated, and I was really. You've heard my messages on your phone before. You know. I don't listen. To- anyway, I've got other stuff. Um, no more than two food photos at a table. Okay, if you're someone who posts photos of meals. Sure. The limit is one photo and one more if the first one was blurry. Oh, so they mean don't take more than two. Don't pull out your ring light and get all psychotic here. We're in a restaurant. Let's keep moving. Yes. Or we're at a friend's house. Like, be respectful. Uh, Your main dating profile pic cannot be a group photo. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't want to do the comparison thing anyway, right? Right. You don't want them looking at Becky with the good hair. No, right. Pop culture reference. Good one. Beyonce, uh, your main dating profile mentioned that you should unfollow your friend's exes out of solidarity. Guys probably don't even give yeah, it a second thought. Whatever. Never. Oh, this is a pet peeve of mine. Never text just the word. Hey. Or hi. Like, if you don't have anything to say, don't text me. I, I think- had a guy friend that used to do this all the time. Maybe he's just seeing if you're there. It's kind of like a knock at hey, the door. I'm like. Well, it's not like you up. You know, I mean, it's it's calmer than that. It's just like, hey. And then if you're there, like, hey. I just look at it and go, bye. I, I think there were some boundary issues there that's different. Okay. Uh, never FaceTime someone out of the blue. You have to ask first. Uh, people over 30 shouldn't use gifts. What? I don't know. I'm using a GIF. A What's GIF the difference is between a GIF and a meme? Um, a GIF is like animated. So there's animation to it. Okay? Got it. And then a meme would just be like a static photo that has text on it. A GIF would be, I could say, you could say, oh, I'm pea soup for lunch. And then I would send you back a GIF of the exorcist. And it's the Got video it. of the vomit coming out and all but that. But it's an animated or... There would just be movement. It's like a little video oh, that loops. A not bunch. not animation as in cartoon. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's kind of like being in a kindergarten class. Like Steve's got his little mat so he could take a nappy. <laughs> yeah, Donna mandates nap time during one commercial break per hour. You have an abacus on your <laughs> mic stand. <laughs> I'm doing all the art. Yeah, it's great. Donna sometimes to me feels like the woman who's in the corner dine, corner booth at the diner every day, and you're just like, it's just good for her. She comes right. here and figs and coffee. Yeah. That's it. And every now and again, just yelling, "Why?" <laughs> Not unlike yesterday or the day before. Thank you. All right, Mike has been watching The Last of Us, which is on. I can't remember HBO Max. HBO Max. I want to watch this. I, I, I can't deal with like zombies and things like that. Like I have to close my eyes whenever like a zombie shows up or somebody's like, you know, they're disgusting. I mean, it's like they have worms under their skin and so, it's gross and brains and. Bleh. Do you get spooked in the mirror? Or? <laughs> wow. That's a joke. That was a joke. Isolate that. That's seat. a joke. Can't joke anymore. She was teeing it up. Um, teeing it up. Anyway. So you don't like it, but this show has a lot of that in it, right? That is correct. It's based on the video game? Video game, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so I'm not a gamer. So I'm just kind of watching 
out of the blue. And you went right to episode three, which Mike said, look, it's better if you watch all the episodes, but episode three of The Last of Us is standalone. It's about an hour and 20 Mm minutes-ish, and it is just really a a masterpiece, a work of art. Um, Now, I didn't feel as strongly as Mike did. Mm -hmm. This, to me, could have been one of those episodes in that anthology, Modern Love, that I've told you about that's you based on the the New York Times, people writing in, telling their love story. Please. And it could be a love story about a man and his dog or a father figure in a girl's life or a romantic love mm-hmm. or a same sex love or a grandma and a granddaughter. It could be anything. That's kind of what this reminded me of. Now, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I didn't read anything about it. I just went in cold. Good, yeah. And I was like, what is this? I'm like, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm like, is this what I think, where I think it's going? And I was like, oh. So the acting is fantastic. It is. um, So uh, Pedro Pascal is in this. Yes, he, of course, from The Mandalorian from Game Thrones. What was Pedro Pascal in before he was in The Mandalorian? I think he was also, yeah, he was in Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones for a brief. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, He's great. Who's, this, who's the girl? Her face looks She so was also from Game of Thrones. Darn familiar. Oh, yeah, she does look she, familiar. Um, uh, Ramsey. Um, Be- uh, Bella Ramsey, um, I believe okay. is her name. She also was, yeah, Game of Thrones. She was the one who stood up and really endorsed Jon Snow over all the other because she was actually like even though she was younger she was the lower or she was the lady of her land she basically okay. controlled things she was the queen and yeah she's she's really good mm-hmm. she's good um so she's in this episode pedro's in the episode mm-hmm. nick offerman's in the episode he's one of the main characters in this is he in any other episodes prior to episode three no okay so his character is great. And then, um, oh, God, what's his name? Murray Bartlett. This guy, he him. is having a moment. So he was in The White Lotus, season one. He was the, the, the manager of the hotel, of the resort. Right. He also played, oh, God, what was it? Uh, not the Chippendales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, yeah, yeah. To, Chippendales. Welcome to Chippendales. Yep. He's in that. Looks completely different. He yep. looks like Brad Pitt in Welcome to the Chippendales. Ow! In this one, I mean, he's. I would have never known that was him again. And what was the last thing he was just? Oh, I just said the Brad Pitt one. This one. He's a fantastic actor. The story is really good. It's really good. It's really sad. So after I watched it, I went and started reading stuff about it. And I'm kind of shocked because it's being review bombed mm-hmm. right now. And so there are mostly men, I believe, who are bringing the score down on the episode. Not exactly sure how that works, but if, if you give it one star versus five stars, which the critics are thinking it's fantastic... It's driving down the overall score, but really, really moving episode. I wanted to compare it to a Shakespeare play, but I'm not going to. It was really good. 
I really, I'm really glad I saw it. Awesome. Were, were you going to compare it to a specific Shakespeare play, or are you just trying to do that to sound well read? No, Confused a specific you? Shakespeare play. Oh, uh, but you feel like it might give something away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If you remember mm-hmm. your stuff. But anyway, uh, it, it was great. I mean, very resourceful. Nick Offerman's character, Bill. Um, you know, he's he's a survivalist mm-hmm. and pretty much survives the, the whole town that he's in because he has an underground bunker. I don't think that's giving much away. Yeah, but. and I don't think this spoils anything either. This is also a fun episode because what it did is it was kind of our first trip back and relived what we what we experienced at the very beginning of the show right. in somebody else's eyes and somebody else, how they handled the situation. Right. And that's kind of, it was reliving that and seeing a different storyline than we had seen previously. Got HBO it. Max style, they're yeah. episodically releasing these one a week. Yep, Sunday nights, so, except on Friday coming up this week because of the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So yes, right. Yep. So we have four episodes that are out right now. Correct. Uh, have you seen the fourth? I've not seen the fourth. Last okay. night I did not see it. Um, so yeah, I gotta try to. I, this is one of those shows, oh. and again, we're talking about The Last of Us on HBO Max. This is one of those shows that if it's on in my house, I'll grab my laptop and do some work and watch it peripherally. But I don't think this is going to be appointment viewing for me, although I, I did thoroughly enjoy that episode. Well, you're a real mixed bag with your reviews. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'll never make any time to watch it again. I like this one episode. I'm going to leave now. No! <laughs> Just you for stay. the bathroom, then I'll come back. All right, you come right back. Bye. Bye.